seconds for to give the chance for people to join hey how you doing what's up hey hey guys okay so while we wait for others um i just wanted to start off by giving a quick update on the ogp uh, before handing it off to membrane and margin to chat about their projects so while we didn't approve new grants in September, we've approved three grants for a total of $480,000 in funding in October. This brings the total funding amount to more than four and a half million distributor among 84 different projects. Um, so the latest batch of grants included grants for three repeat contributors we've been working with, such as Skip, Confio, and Nabla. Um, so Skip, after delivering on ProtoRev, which is a custom MEV module that has recaptured more than $200,000 worth of revenue for the DAO since, it, since inception, um, they're now working on adding protocol-owned builders, an in-protocol Oracle solution, and an EIP-1559 style fee market to Osmosis as core contributors. Then Confio will be working on phase two of mesh security, which is aimed at launching uh, unidirectional mesh and testing it with low cap chains as consumer chains and larger chains like Osmosis as the security providers. And yeah, Nabla is another great contributor we've been working with. Um, they're now working on informational token pages that will be added to the Osmosis front end to facilitate information and data discovery, as well as extending the Osmosis CLI tool so that developers can create CLI transactions and sign them using Kepler. Um, there are also quite a few grants which have been completed over the past month. So for example, Alice Labs has finalized local chain support for Celtone, and they've also added their new Osmosis pools view. Um, and we've heard a lot of great feedback on the Celatone product from many developers that seem to really use and love the product, showing how Celatone has significantly improved the developer experience on Osmosis. Then we had Mystic Labs launch the Cosmos Snap last month. Um, and the Snap basically adds full signing support of MetaMask to all Cosmos blockchains. Um, opening the door to onboard the 30 million plus users on Ethereum. So you can add the Snap to your MetaMask and manage your Cosmo account through their dedicated web page, which is metamask.mysticlabs.xyz. So yeah, do check it out if you want to use your MetaMask in the Cosmos ecosystem. 
And then we also had Notify complete their integration into the Osmosis front end. And this integration basically allows users to, to sign up for alerts and notifications for new product launches, account activity, like get notifications about your concentrated liquidity positions and when they're out of range and all these kind of notifications that may be useful for users um, to both improve the user experience as well as improve user retention um, and engagement. So yeah, and we published a more detailed update in our September transparency report, which you can find in the blog section of our website. So check it out to learn more about what we've been up to in September. Uh, the report doesn't cover anything we did in October, so that will come in the October report we'll publish in a few weeks' time. Cool. So with the OGP updates out of the way, um, let's have Membrane on stage now to chat about their project. Hey, Trix, thanks for joining. Hey, thanks. <clears throat> thanks for having me. Um, awesome. Yeah, maybe. So to start off with, um, for the people who maybe aren't familiar with Membrane, can can you talk us through what you're building there? Yeah. So uh, the basis of Membrane or the the focus of the product is a CDP stablecoin. Um, so this is like similar to Dai, where you. Uh, put up collateral and you uh, use that to back a loan to mint CDT. Um, and then all the all the functionality around that or the all the function all that other functionality is uh, based off basically stabilizing the, the peg or um, some mechanism within the stablecoin and then governance uh, for it. So everything's based off uh, the, the stablecoin. I'll uh, I'll pick it up with questions. Can everyone hear me? Okay. Yeah. I yep. <laughs> cool. Cool. Hey, Chris, it's it's good to actually uh, finally be on a space with you. Um. <laughs> um. So, what? Uh, can you speak to what assets um, CDT takes as collateral at the moment, and um, including any any potential assets that uh, you plan on adding in the future? Yeah. Um. So. Right now, the assets we have are Osmo, Atom, and Axel USDC. Um, and with CDT, one of the one of the unique features is you can bundle them, so or you can bundle your collateral, so you can basically add any amount uh, or any variety of collateral that we whitelist um, to your position. So it it would all back the same position. Um, but for a collateral that we could add in the future. Um, I mean, obviously, Noble USDC. Uh, there's, there's basically everything we have is um, the barrier to to entry is is the Oracle for the most part, and the two collateral that I was going to mention have like some some strange Oracle um, uh, Oracle deterrence. Uh, so for like USGC, we don't have, or we would need to upgrade the Oracle contract, I think, to get to get an Oracle from concentrated liquidity, so that we can um, price any blacklisting that may happen, 
Um, we can most likely add that or add Noble USDC before that upgrade, just because uh, there's a low probability of the blacklisting, um, like as of right now. And then the other one would be SD Atom, of course. But SD Atom also has uh, some strange things with the Oracle um, because its, liqui uh, its liquidity pool doesn't really have that much volume. So it can most likely get manipulated uh, easily. And uh, the, the way uh, Levana was actually hesitating to add it because they couldn't find a Oracle, and they just added uh, SD Atom markets using the redemption price. Um, and we would have to get that. Um, I'm actually not sure exactly how they got theirs. We have to either use interchain queries or maybe Stride made it easier somehow. Um, but yeah, so those would be like the next two. Other than that, collateral wise, we had, uh, we were going to start or we did start with uh, two LPs, the Osmo USDC and the uh, Adam Osmo LPs. But uh, there's there's a problem with the pricing, and uh, the pricing the pricing issue also created an overflow issue. So they're basically not usable right now. So we will add those later too, or they will be available later too. But uh, those are already added. Nice. Yeah, I was going to ask about the um, the LP shares. So is that um, like longer term? Can we envision? like an even broader suite of, of LP shares that might be used to collateralize CDT? Uh, yeah, in, in my mind, basically any, any LPs for the, at, for, the, for the assets that are, or, or the collateral that are whitelisted could be added. So like any combination of them. Um, it doesn't really make sense to add an LP if we're not gonna add its, add its paired assets, because yeah. Um, and, so fundamentally, what are the issues that um, that you're trying to address with CDT and, and um, to a lesser extent, the, the membrane token? Mm -hmm. um, so, so for CDT, I guess there's there's two sets of there's two sets of issues. There's an issue on the on the collateral provisioning side. Uh, that would be that would be more so the the bundles. Um, or that's what like the bundles would solve, because um, having to split having to split your collateral into different positions makes it impossible to like actually use the uh, I guess the volatility strength of your portfolio to to mint um, stablecoins. So like if you have a portfolio that has Atom, Osmo, and USDC, um, and you have to split them into three different positions, then your Atom and Osmo are always going to get liquidated first. Um, and you most likely would have to keep your USDC on the side or something to pay back those loans. Um, whereas for CDT, you can bundle, bundle them all together and uh, decrease the volatility and your liquidation risk um, overall. Um, for, CDT, for CDT specifically, um, it's, it's uh, basically more resilient to any it's more it's it's made to be more adaptable and uh more flexible uh in the long term and more resilient to any uh fiat token mishaps because uh if we're if we're building like a decentralized stablecoin that's supposed to be 
I guess not separate, but resistant to anything that happens in like the tangible world, then it, we can't we can't heavily rely on um, like any of the centralized collateral. So, like the way CDT does that is, well, one we don't we don't allow one to one minting using USDC um, or like any other fiat backed collateral. Because the problem with that is once you once you allow that you one can't change your peg and two uh if the token gets blacklisted or becomes insolvent you can't liquidate it so basically your stablecoin price would drop with that um with that token price as we saw with the dpeg with usdc earlier basically anything that had the psm went to 89 cents and then because we don't have a psm or the one-to-one -one minting, we have to have other mechanisms that incentivize stability. Um, those would include uh, collateral collateral redemptions. So like users can elect to have their collateral to be redeemed against um, by the, the open market. People would deposit CDT uh, for their collateral for some premium. So you wouldn't be losing money if you opted into that. Um, and then the the interest rates and the floating peg both uh, stabilize it. Uh, basically, just in interest rates are opposite to push the market price closer to the peg. And then uh, liquidation pools are just another way, like redemptions, to open up the collateral um, to, I guess, the market. Because the only way to repeg or change the price is to add. Um, is to add capital to it, and you can't make capital out of thin air like uh, like Terra. So you you need, and the only capital that the stablecoin has is um, is the collateral itself. So some way that the users are are okay with, or that they've cho chosen to do, um, you need to open that collateral to to help the repegs. I could talk about membrane, but I feel like it went on for a while. <laughs> yeah, I um it, it's just kind of cool how it's it it seems like this is a good way not only to reduce risk for the user but also for the protocol in the event mm -hmm. of like a stable coin depeg by um reducing the risk of, of bad debt this way. Exactly. Um so that does kind of raise the question of how do how do liquidations work in this bundled environment? Is collateral liquidated on like a um, I don't know, like a pro rata basis versus like, you know, all the atom gets liquidated, like a, a chunk of each will get liquidated or, or how does that work? Yeah, so it's, it's pro rata. So a chunk, of, a chunk of each will get liquidated um, in the ratio that uh, they're in the position. So if you have 80% atom and 80% US or wow, 80% atom and 20% USDC, then that's exactly what's going to get liquidated. Um, but also... Well, yeah, and those li those liquidations go through like I guess our liquidation system. I like to call it a a filter or a sifter because we'll have we have a liquidation queue and then a stability pool. Um, and for all the liquidations will first go through the liquidation queue, which is um basically just a pool of CDT that's specific to each asset at um at a range of premiums. And once that runs out of once that runs out of capital for said asset, then uh, the liquidations for the asset will go to the stability pool, which is just 
a single premium for all for all assets. Um, but it, it'll get it'll get or a liquidated collateral will go there less because uh, you're assuming that more people will liquidate in the liquidation queue, or there will just be more capital there because it's easier for the people that call the liquidations to liquidate there as well. Um, that's also because the stability pool is first in, first out. But, um, oh, yeah, we were talking about, you, you brought up bad debt, and that, that's kind of like a, an easy segue to the membrane token because um, one of the, like, the biggest aligning factor for the token and the protocol, the stablecoin, is um, bad debt. Uh, bad debt is uh, paid for or can be recapitalized by uh, selling or auctioning membrane tokens. It's similar to what Maker does. So this is just so if there is bad debt and we don't have revenue to, re, uh, to repay it, then the token holders would be um, held accountable for it. I mean, even without this a mechanism, in a sense, they're, they're held accountable for it because the value of membrane would fall if CDT doesn't work as a product. Um, just assuming that's how the market would value membrane. I actually, I mean, you know, I, I can't say anything about that. But uh, yeah, that's that's. I think that's more or less how the liquidations work. Nice. Yeah, and I, I think that's something like with bad debt that a lot of protocols are doing now as well. Like I know Mars has a, a similar mechanism. Um, so. Um, for CDT in particular, what are some of the use cases uh, that you're most excited about? Um, so, I guess for CDT, but also like most stable coins in general, um, it's kind of uh, it's kind of like uh, a stepwise path to, to adoption of use cases. So initially, we just need we have a base layer of liquidity. Um, which uh, right now CDT Osmos uh, incentivized. I think it's like 300 APR. It's all in membrane. Uh, add the warnings, blah blah blah. Um, so then, as once we get that that uh, that foundational liquidity, uh, people can then use CDT as um, as like simple leverage or or margin. So, for example, this is something I did on on Terra. Or another reason why I lost money is uh, Luna or collateralizing collateralizing Atom, um, minting CDT, and then using that CDT to buy Atom um, for for some leverage, or using uh, the CDT to like buy NFTs on Stargaze or um, like stuff like that. The only problem is, of course, if you sell the CDT, you're gonna have to buy it back, and if you leverage um your position becomes uh more volatile uh the the difference between the leverage uh with cdt and the leverage with like levana is that um you're you're buying that you're buying new assets uh that you get to that you would hold like you're increasing your position size instead of um betting on the price and then getting like interest rates um yeah, so it's it's a it's a little different, but yeah, both both full uses of uh, leverage. So like those those are the the base use cases. So liquidity and then leverage and credit, and then as uh, a CDT gets more volume and more liquidity and the markets gets mature, 
uh, we'll be able to use it as collateral. Uh, so that's also, that's like the next step up. That's like uh, growing up, we're adults now. So we can use CDT as collateral for, for Mars or Levana. Um, Levana just added USDC. So, you know, we could just slip in there. Um, and those would be the main use cases, basically. Uh, using LPs, use it, um, use it as collateral, and then use it itself. Um, or yeah, use CDT itself to for credit or leverage margin, or whatever. Nice, nice. So, I think it'd probably be fair to say that these are um, that people looking to like collateralize, um, you know, CDT in in the future, or um, you know, like obviously liquidity providers. Those are those are one target uh, audience. Is there another uh, target audience that um, you know that that you're looking to um like I, I suppose maybe a better question is just who is the, the target audience in general yeah um so yeah so we have we have a for the for the i don't okay so each mechanism has like different audiences for for the token itself um or for the minting itself it's um it's good for like market makers or uh people want that want to use use it as credit as I was talking about. For market makers, it's nice because you're short, you're short the token. Um, so you can borrow both sides of the LP if you wanted to, um, to LP and you'd be short both both tokens. Um, but then also, uh, this kind of goes along with the collateral. It's just uh, the, the our CT being stable, um, like has its own market. So people who want like a stable token to hold, and they can be certain that it's stable. Um, that would be that would be another market of uh, users or holders. That's another reason why having resilience during um, any fiat mishaps is important. Um, because if you're going to use CDT as collateral and it goes down 11% because somebody's scared a bank is insolvent, that's uh, that's not the best scenario. Um, but then on the other side, like. In the in the protocol itself, uh, the liquidation pools are actually a great. Um, they're a great way for, uh, just I guess general users, but also vaults, and anybody basically any profit seekers to get discounted collateral, and either compound or uh, just increase their position. So it's just like, um, yeah, like I kind of see liquidations as a redistribution of uh, capital. So there's just like a floss of capital and if people are too risky, um, that capital can go elsewhere. So there, there's gonna be people that are, you know, holding buckets outside the faucet, ready to capture that. Um, so yeah, there's there's a, there's this like separate segments, but the, the liquidation stuff, it won't be as, um, as attractive until like TVL and risk and, and the risk that TVL is taking increases. Um, that's when we'll, we'll see like more vault integrations and stuff like that. But for now it's mostly um, just the LPing and uh, and uh, uh, minting for, for credit. Awesome. Um, and so now that, now that you've launched and you're live and you know, for anyone listening, uh, Membrane is is live in mainnet now and and can accept um, 
deposits to mint uh, CDT. But now that you're live in in mainnet, what's what's next? What's the roadmap here? Um, well, the short term the short term roadmap is just like iterating on the front end, um, uh, fixing everything we need to on the smart contract side, and basically just um like marketing and and uh getting our distribution set um because more or less everything is everything is built um we're just yeah you're just waiting for like trust uh trust to increase and uh perceived risk to decrease because as as the protocol gains cvl like as i was talking about with the liquidation pools more avenues will open up so it's not too much of it's not too much of uh like what we have to build next and more so um more so helping like the protocol develop and uh grow itself um but on the on the building side there's there's stuff we can add that i'm not sure that i'm not sure that we would build um but like there's like all like the vaults i was talking about or um like specific specific looping of like yield bearing collateral and stuff like that like we uh we could definitely add those um <clears throat> but it's always better it's always better to like if there's going to be a protocol that's going to do it um like similar to the app chain thesis if there's going to be like a protocol that's focused on doing this then it makes more sense for them to do it because it's not like membrane is going to get like additional um revenue um off off adding something new to the front end obviously you know there's there's growth and the tbo has revenue but i mean like it's way better to have a third party uh be getting that revenue and then being more committed to the membrane network or ecosystem as a whole so i say like for the roadmap just it's going to be more so iterations and those iterations will uh, produce everything we need. Awesome. Um, and I, I, you know, I have, I have a ton more questions. I feel like we could probably do several Twitter spaces together about, about membrane. Um, and I, you know, love to do, love to do more, but, um, you know, want to make sure we, we save time for, for margin protocol as well. So, um, do you have maybe a, a call to action, um, for prospective membrane users, what what can they do um, now to support the project and um, get more involved? Yeah, I'd say uh, go uh, go to the site and um, mint mint CDT. Um, especially if you didn't pr uh, participate in the launch, uh, the CDT Osmo pool is uh, a great pool to get some membrane. And then you can also uh, deposit into the CDT USDC pool. Um, both of those, both of the, both of those are yielding above interest rates. So you would be <laughs> making, making a profit, even if it's, uh, even if it's low on the UCC pool, but, uh, yeah, I would definitely, I would also try out, um, a minting with the bundles cause I was doing some math, obviously check my math, but I was doing some math and a hundred percent Osmo bundle gets liquidated at uh, a 25% price drop. But an eighty percent Osmo and twenty percent USDC bundle 
gets doesn't get liquidated until a 46% um, price drop, which is an 84% increase. So adding adding USDC actually helps a lot. Um, so yeah, I definitely I definitely try that out. Perfect. Um, and where can people go to learn more about uh, Membrane? Um, we have our link to the Discord uh, on our Twitter, or you can just go to Twitter and uh, tweet at us, and you know I'll respond. Sweet. Um, Federico, do you have any any other questions you you wanted to ask uh, Trix? No, I think that covers it. Um... Yeah, congrats on your launch, Tricks. Really excited for what you guys are building. And yeah, going to mint my, some CDP myself to test it out. Thank you. Thanks for supporting on the way, too. Awesome. I know Tricks needs to go now. So um, thanks for joining. Really appreciate it. And yeah, if we can start with Margent. Um, we have. George from Margin, join us. Thanks for joining. Hey, how's it going? All good. Um, awesome. Yeah, so to start off with, can you tell us a little bit about what Margin is and why you've decided to build it? Yeah, so Margin started out um, building uh, an on-chain perpetuals protocol and created its own AMM and uh, was using oracles. Um, this is the next iteration of, of our product, which is an implementation of Apine's uh, Power Perpetuals. So for those not familiar uh, with Power Perpetuals, I'll just give you a quick um, summary. So with a, either spot price or a, or a 2x or 5x leverage, your returns are linear. So like uh, if it goes up, it will, be, it will correlate to, to the underlying price. But with um, the innovation that Apine created, um, you have exposure to convexity. So um, in the case of Apine's squeeze, um, you get returns on ETH to the power of two. And uh, so that, that uh, exposure to, to the convexity normally comes uh, uh, with, with uh, the risk of liquidation. So this, this protocol exposes um, a holder or, or a longer to that without the danger of, of liquidations. I can talk about how that's achieved, but the upside is is greater than a 2x or spot um, because of the convexity and the downside is is lesser. So it's um it's a real innovation in in the DeFi space. And we've taken that innovation and looked at applying that to osmosis. And there are some really nice things on osmosis that allow us to do genuine price discovery on chain. Um, so we uh, the the uh, concentrated liquidity pools uh, that we'll be using uh, allow us to do price discovery without using oracles. And uh, we are currently, we have um, a proposal up on the forum. Uh, we're preparing to launch in the next uh, week or so. And um, so we'd, we'd appreciate any support on that um, post on the forum. Um, we're ready to go. And then, uh, so we're initially looking to launch um, Squasmo, so Squared Osmo. And um, then we're looking at other, but probably Atom and maybe BTC as well. Um, 
But we hope these will be kind of interesting primitives for the osmosis community that other protocols could also potentially build upon. Um, so we are looking quite quickly after launch to release our our implementation of the CRAB strategy, um, which is a, a, a strategy that does well when the market's going sideways. So for BTC, that would be a great strategy right now. Um, but yeah, also then looking at other uh, other strategies and potentially other use cases. So um, yeah, one of the potential interesting use cases of um, uh, um, this this um, protocol is that it could be used to hedge uh, concentrated liquidity positions um, and also potentially hedge um, other positions. So yeah, we're really excited to be uh, launching this uh, on on Osmosis. Um, yeah, and looking forward to to seeing what we what happens um, then. And in terms of our roadmap after that, um, we're looking to uh, release a margin token. Um, unsure of the date yet, but um, probably be doing that via StreamSwap. Um, but we'll be uh, making announcements on on Twitter and various places about that. But the main thing for us first is just to make a successful launch of the. Um, the first, uh, the first Osmo use case. Yeah, awesome. This is this is really exciting. Um, so I, I, you know, I have to ask. Um, with obviously with the launch of DYDX coming, um, this space is is pretty saturated. Um, you know, and, and we I know Osmosis has Lavana as well that that kind of handles perpetuals. So I think it would be really helpful um, if you could explain a bit about you know what the differentiators are for margined um, versus these two protocols that exist today um, and you know like what's the how, how do you plan on on differentiating the product um, from from these other two? yeah sure um, um, so I guess maybe start by taking the long side first so in terms of the long side you, you're going to see much higher returns from uh, a squared asset um, so if you're confident that say Osmo is going to go up very quickly, going to see far, far higher returns um, than you would on a, say, a 2x or, or, or a traditional uh, perpetual asset. Um, now, you do pay a funding rate uh, effectively, which is likely to be slightly higher than other products for exposure to that convexity. Um, so that will be a kind of risk decision for traders to make. Um, but that's an initial point of differentiation, I guess. Um, and then uh, on the short side, you're kind of taking more of a bet on volatility. So this allows people to take a slightly different view on the market. So if you think that um, volatility is likely to be low for a period of time, taking the short side is going to um, see your returns come in via the, the funding rate that's sent to you um, via, via the long side. So it's kind of an interesting protocol in that um, it's different from a traditional perpetual contract and that it allows you to have more of your volatility. Um, and then if you are pure bull, uh, then you can get far greater returns, um, particularly in the short and medium terms. Um, so it's not really a great bet if you're holding it for a long time because you're going to see like your profits eroded by the funding rate. But I think um, like whatever happens with the product launch i think it's it's a really interesting protocol that um i think can contribute to the space alongside 
other players like DYDX, like Nirvana. Um, and I think, you know, this doesn't exist yet on Cosmos. So um, we're bringing something new. Great. And, and you mentioned a couple of, of interesting use cases with Osmosis itself. Um, can you do a little bit of a deeper dive on, on how Margin adds value to Osmosis and, and the broader community? Yeah, sure. So I think the fact, um, well, Osmosis adds value to, to Margin in the fact that it offers this fantastic uh, concentrated liquidity uh, pool um, opportunity. So with that, we can look at price discovery um, on our side. So we can offer like genuine uh, on-chain price discovery, no need for, for oracles. So we have some resilience. We have some, you know, um, the, the, the use of the product is contributing to, to price discovery too. But then on the kind of what margin is um, contributing to osmosis, we the way the product works is like when you if you want to take the long side you just buy the squared the squasmo so you would buy that from from a liquidity pool um and then you would hold it and if if you bet right then it's going to go up quickly and you can sell it um for that for that powered return so um the margin protocol if successful will create deep liquidity pools around these assets and that will give the opportunity for liquidity providers to earn trading fees and also rewards. So we hope kind of this, this product would grow uh, the overall liquidity uh, on osmosis and offer opportunities for liquidity providers to make markets as well. Um, then, yeah, also I think the, the opportunities for hedging positions. So like one of the issues for me with concentrated liquidity pools is that you have to constantly maintain your position. And I think maybe somebody might create a product around that. Um, but in the absence of that, it's quite hard to hedge a position at the moment. Um, it would be quite potentially manual, but like something like uh, Power Perpetual could offer um, the opportunity to, be to begin effectively hedging that position. And yeah, I think... Um, Further to that, there are there are other places where power perpetuals can offer like more of a delta neutral position on other strategies. So what I hope we could see is like other protocols would look at the power perpetuals product and see that uh, the convexity is is different from other protocols, and it could potentially be that other protocols might decide to create different strategies on top of a power power perpetuals protocol other than a pure like 2x, 3x, 5x protocol. Yeah, so I, I love this. And I, I, I want to kind of highlight one thing you mentioned in case um, people missed it. But with a lot of perpetuals protocols, um, apart from, you know, potentially like liquidation settling on, on osmosis pools, there's not necessarily like a huge direct value add from the success of the protocol except for you know like with settlement of liquidations and um just generally making block space more valuable but with with margin you get these um you know you get these assets that that could potentially add additional tvl to osmosis directly um have this whole like robust suite of leveraged pools that exist directly on osmosis versus like within the protocol itself is is that Kind of fair yeah, to that's say. correct. So yeah, the 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 Scorsmo token is just um, a, a factory token. So 
uh, it's fungible, can be traded, um, can go through the pools. And yeah, you, if you just want to take a long position on Squasma, you just buy that token and you hold it. So it's like super simple. Um, there are no liquidations on it, um, but yeah, you do have to be cognizant that you do pay a funding rate. So the longer you hold the the token, your your returns will be eroded. But like, if you're super confident it's going to go up, then you do get that convexity. So that's that's the that's the differentiator from other protocols. Um, and just for my my edification here, what what controls the funding rate? And then do you think Separately, do you think there's potential for yield-bearing strategies to allow for like a longer-term hold of these assets without, you know, like potentially beating the funding rate with various yield-bearing strategies like LPing or uh, something to that effect? Yeah. Um, so, firstly, the the funding rate or normalization rate, as it's as it's known, is um, the differentiator between the mark and the index. Um, now the the power pro, the perpetual will always trade slightly above the mark, and that's where the funding rate is taken. Um, so that's kind of over time. You'll see that um, your position will slightly erode. Um, then, yeah, just on the second point, I think that's kind of really interesting because just on the pure like raw protocol, um, it is the case that the longs play shorts, but if there were other incentives involved in the protocol, like notably, say, um, with liquidity pools or some kind of other strategy that would change that dynamic, I think it is potentially possible that that could be the case. But yeah, that's kind of up to the market to decide whether that kind of innovation or risk is is worth it. But just on the pure, like, um, how the raw protocol works is the case that the longs pay the shorts and that's in return for not being liquidated or that the longs can't be liquidated, but the shorts, um, they have to deposit collateral and they can be liquidated at 150%. So they get, they get that, um, that funding rate in return. Awesome. Um, yeah, very exciting. Um, so I know you mentioned that there's a proposal live on the forum now. Um, when do you expect that to go on chain? Um, and and launch the initial version of Martin. Um, we're kind of ready to go, so we're just working with the community now. We've got a few things to do, um, not on the technical side. Um, so things like we'll have to bootstrap the pools, bootstrap the liquidity. Um, but once we get through the uh, the proposal phase, I think our hope is it's like as quick as a couple of weeks. But um, yeah, we're all guns blazing at the moment. So yeah, we're looking to release as soon as we can. Beautiful. Um, and so at, at launch, uh, what assets do you expect will be available to trade? Um, and then what's the, the roadmap as far as that goes? Yeah, so we're planning, unless something radically changes, uh, we're planning to launch with Osmo, so Squasmo. Um, and then uh, probably the next asset would be Atom. Um, and then uh, the third asset, on the on the roadmap currently is is BTC. So um our our current roadmap is to get Osmo live and then to release the crab strategy on top of that. Um and just just to sort of quickly recap on what the crab strategy is, that's a um 
uh, a strategy that aims to be delta neutral. So it takes a position uh, that balances um, Osmo and Squosmo. So the exposure is neutral. And the bet there is that um, the market will be um, go sideways. So um, the strategy would receive the funding rate from, from people taking the long side. Um, so that has been fairly successful on Ethereum for a pine. Um, but there are other strategies that could be created on top of um, Power Perpetual. So th there are also kind of bull and bear strategies. So if you wanted to uh, be delta positive or, or negative on one side, you could um, we could implement those. So they're also part of the roadmap. But like the concrete roadmap is to get Osmo out, then to ship Crab, then to look at um, the second and third assets, and then to look at other strategies, maybe partner with other protocols to start building other strategies on top of um, Power Perpetuals. Um, great, yeah. Um, now, I, I did want to just quickly circle back because um, there was, was something you mentioned about um, having price discovery live completely on the Osmosis chain yeah. uh, without the need for oracles. Um, can you maybe explain a little bit how that works? And then, and particularly, I know um, with this kind of thing, it's always good to talk about risk. Yeah. Um, can you talk about what the risks of that might be? Yeah, sure. So um, the concentrated liquidity pools offer the ability to get a time-weighted average price. Um, so one of the issues with like um, on-chain oracles is like the ability to shift the price quickly. So you could potentially like use heavy flash loans to like just move stuff to a point where you could either liquidate or, or trick a protocol. So the time-weighted average price makes that more difficult. Um, so we can pick a, a period of time over which we can take an average price as an Oracle price. There are a couple of predicates there. So like you know, one, you need the, the deeper the liquidity, the the more secure um, that price is going to be. So if you've got very thin liquidity, uh, thin trading, um, you know, the Oracle is going to be, be less secure. So I think it's, um, a little bit similar to membrane, like the, the, the network effect actually makes, uh, things far more secure. So the, the, you know, there is initial risk in, in a thin liquidity pool. Um, but we're certainly looking at ways that we can bootstrap, with sufficient liquidity for that, that not to be an issue. Um, but then the upside is you then have like genuine, uh, you know, DeFi based price discovery without the need to rely on anything else other than the chain. So the trade-off is, is good, but, um, yeah, initially in bootstrapping, um, there is, there is some risk, but we, we mitigate that slightly by taking quite a long period for the, for the, time-weighted average price. So for somebody to manipulate the price, they would need, you know, hopefully if we can bootstrap with significant liquidity, they would need um, A, a lot of capital, but then, um, you know, to rely that the market doesn't uh, respond to price movements over a long period of time. Great. Um, now it's uh, one, one maybe a slightly off-topic question I had, um, but, you know, the OGP is always looking for for feedback from from users and from um, the protocols that it funds, um, just curious if you could 
Could you speak to how how your experience was as a, an integrator um, with the OGP? Um, yeah, I mean, it's been really useful for us. Um, you know, we've had um, access to many of the team uh, within Osmosis who've helped us with a number of technical issues, with a number of um, onboarding issues, um, and also have helped a lot with introductions. So like, you know, I'm sure every protocol will come up against um, issues and things that it's not uh, particularly good at in-house. So like those connections have been really useful. And yeah, obviously we're part of that community, the, the Osmosis community, but um, just having the team there who, who know everyone and are able to make introductions has been super useful. Um, and yeah, I think especially around the launch time, like we're seeing a lot of support with testing, um, with suggestions about how to do things, um, helping us with proposals. So yeah, I, I, it's definitely been super helpful. And um, yeah, our experience has been really positive. Good. That's that's really great to hear. Um, so before I um, before I ask about the call to action, I just wanted to see if uh, Fed, do you have any any questions uh, that you want to add? No, nothing in particular to add. I think, yeah. Also, really excited for Margin to be come live soon on Osmosis. I was wondering, like, since you're offering perpetuals, like. Will there be any restrictions on users? Is it like the usual US gated kind of product launch or how are you thinking about the legal side? Um, yeah, that's to be determined, but I think it's probably likely based on like current landscape and advice. Um, so yeah, I think, uh, unfortunately, we'd probably need to take a similar stance as, as other protocols at the moment. And then just to add to that um the i imagine the sq assets would still be you know freely tradable on osmosis at least just just like any other assets so um you know no no blockers there yep correct so there's uh you know they're just standard uh tokens that can be traded okay yeah great so i guess it's like only on the front end side of things yeah. right yeah makes sense um, so yeah, what is the, uh, the call to action for, for margined? Um, what, what would you like people to do and then where can people find you and, and, you know, reach out to learn more about what you Yeah. Thank you. So the first thing would be just to support our proposal that's going through the forum. Um, uh, we posted it up yesterday. So yeah, pending that, um, we'll progress with deploying the contracts and, and making things live in terms of people finding out more about margined um you can go to docs.margin.io um to learn a bit more about the the product and how it works um there's also some higher level stuff at margin.io um you can follow us on twitter at margin underscore io where we'll continue to update the community about what we're doing and yeah when we're live we'd love to get the feedback from the community about how people are using it. We'd love to hear from other protocols who might be interested in, in working with us, but when it's live, um, depending on your view of the market, either, um, go and mint some Squasmo or take the, uh, the long side and just buy some and yeah, 
be interested to see how how this goes on on osmosis and do you have an eta for when you plan to post the proposal on chain um well given if we get sufficient feedback and and we get through that then we would look to do that as soon as possible we do we don't have any blockers on our side so we're just sort of going through the process great um, and just for, for everyone's uh, info, if you want to uh, to go give feedback on the proposal, you can find that at forum.osmosis.zone. Um, and again, forum.osmosis.zone. That's, that's where all these discussions happen. Thank you very much. Awesome. Um, yeah, thanks so much for joining. I'll just give people a couple of seconds to request to speak if they have any questions to ask, I think. Roger has been waiting to ask a question. And yeah, if, if anyone has any questions, feel free to request to speak and we'll invite you up on stage so you can ask directly. Looks like there are some technical issues there. If, if you have a question, Roger, feel free to ask in the chat or ask us async and yeah, we'd be more happy to reply. We have a dedicated Grants channel in Discord where we answer all the community's questions. So yeah, feel free to pop in there. Um, awesome. Doesn't look like there are any questions. So happy to call it off here again. Thanks so much for joining and sharing about more, more about margin. Awesome. Thanks guys. Cool. Thanks. Bye. Thanks. Motherfuckers screaming out loud Looking for mercy Before they find themselves Working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first Come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first Before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of trash Is under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless Trying to make a living Southern friendship bracelets Dead ends dragging out the max amount of payments Red down days got them acting all bankless Yo fam what? Check these token knocks They probing this bear flexing broken honest I had to lay my soul down I'm just roasting knotters And then to end a long day Eleven bowls of chronic Never known the politic I was born to frolic It's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot We got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top We like to measure their velocity before they hit rock bottom over impossible loss It's all moss and I'm liking the odds Bond doing the morning forming mycological bonds Flick the cap though the road is highly involved Flip a coin diary falls Motherfuckers screaming out loud looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Trying to figure out the max amount of dinner lace Stacked in non-toxic just to get a better place Smacking on the hostage like the shit is played for keeps Clowns, white knight, and all these Maybellines They call it implausible when model after model keeps on Ripping off the coat and going full throttle beats Tearing apart your community All these low-hanging fruits bearing zero liquidity Got a planet in reach, come and
standard to each I'm on the back ten stargazing after the siege Commanding all the management to grab a few seats And then we'll round up the beasts and send a messenger east Y'all better sign a release when I'm bumping these beats Hands up if I got motherfuckers drumming the streets Yo, we got a few dubs, we got a couple defeats And if you're coming for the king, you better have some of each Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the verbs I'll be dumbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and blunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and plate Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Tell the spaces.